Hey guys, it's Port. It's Luxury. This week we hang out with Jasm and his wife Amanda and talk about some nuances with uh, apps and kind of first world problems. Amanda talks about some of her teaching stories and then uh, we finish off with the newlywed game. I like the nuances. That was good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got to say, this is probably one of our best podcasts yet. I mean, granted, we're getting better as we go along and you guys have been able to follow us on our journey. But uh, we thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I would have never thought talking education would be so enlightening. Uh, very good stuff. Yeah, I mean, what can I say? We're on a journey to enlightenment, <laughs> and we're taking you there right now. So, uh, yeah, enjoy what we got for you, and uh, yeah. See ya. You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul. Here we are at uh, MSU with uh, Amanda and Jasm. We're going to uh, talk about a few things, and this is a big step in the podcast, I think. <laughs> I agree. So, doubling the numbers. Yes, guess <laughs> First thing I want to talk about here is, and this is petty, but um, I feel like apps have too much security, right? Like, okay. I feel like for a month, USAA, every time I would try to log in, they would send me a, a code. Mm-hmm. To log in every single time, and I had to use that. Isn't that so annoying? Yeah, like I can understand the first time, but the rest of the times, like it's a catch. This is kind of what we were talking about in the car. It's a catch twenty two where, like the the minute something wrong happens or something bad happens, you're like, why didn't it ask me for that? But yeah. at the same time, you're you're bogged down day to day. Like you're really just waiting for like the point one percent of the time that that's something bad's gonna happen. So I don't know, but. On the whole, like the 99.9% of yeah. the time. Everybody, it's not that big of a deal, but like. Do you find that it dumps your biometrics fairly frequently? Like you configure it for the thumbprint identification and then a I month later you gotta do it again. I, got, I think I gotta jump in there. Cause that, this is my first yeah. phone I've had that um, actually is able to do that. So mm-hmm. I guess I should try. You think it dumps it a lot? Uh, I've noticed. I don't know if it's every time it does a software update yeah, or yeah. every time I change Wi-Fi networks or something, but right. it seems like I have to set it up again. That's strange. That never happens to me, and I'm a frequent user of the thumbprint for shopping on Amazon. And oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty handy. So I haven't had it set up on too much. Like I have it set up. I have to do my actually index finger. My thumb always gets like worn off for whatever reason, but... I'll do the Apple Pay with it, but that's about it. I think my Bank of America might have it, but I was like, man, this would be super easy because I the one thing kind of going along the same thing is I hate having to type in my username and password mm-hmm. every single time, but at the same time, I don't want it stolen, so I'm like, yeah. I'm afraid that right. if I use, like, just auto <laughs> so like, this information, in, remember me? Yeah, somebody's going to, like, somehow hack my phone. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Now I have all your $23 <laughs> in your bank account. <laughs> For the longest time, I would like always log in every single time to Facebook. Every time I used it, mm-hmm. when I even wow. when I used it on my computer at home, <laughs> and then eventually I like woke up and was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, you know, this, like somebody's gonna get my information. But I was quick, if I want it. so yeah. yeah. Now you log into half your apps through Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, which go ahead. So, oh, man. <laughs> it's so tough to accept those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like especially when like. I forget what app I was on recently, but it wanted my device location. And I was like, no, you don't need that. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I can't think of a plausible reason. Yeah. 
I felt like my battery was getting drained really precipitously not too long ago. I went through location services and I'm like looking at all the things that were using my using location service, turned all of them off, but uh, well, got it down to what I thought was reasonable. But apparently, yeah, like why does Waze need to know where I am when I'm not actively using it to get directions? Well, oh, it's yeah. creeping on yeah. traffic data for everybody. Yeah. It's not a problem around right. here, but we were in the big city, so I can see where people uh, would find that helpful. I was wondering how they got that. I thought they used like satellites and just like kept look at the density of. I thought that was too much. Spy, I think they're just spying on. Yeah, they're yeah. just tracking everybody yeah. all the time. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of the Facebook thing, how annoying is it? I don't know. Maybe this doesn't happen to you guys, but like you go to like a random website and then all of a sudden you look down like we'll say like comments or whatever, and then it says. What do you think about this, Alex? And it has like your Facebook profile picture. Like, Wait, hold <laughs> yeah. on! I did not sign into Facebook. How does it know yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of my like. So that's very annoying. Uh, and then sometimes it helps when it like tracks what you're looking at on Amazon and then shows it to you on Facebook because you're like, oh, I forgot I wanted to buy that. Yeah. yeah. But then like sometimes you bought it already, and then sometimes um, you're like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. How do you know I was looking at Taylor Swift calendars? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> It's a gi- again, the gift of the curse. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to the question. Did the ends justify the means? <laughs> the the sheer amount of, I don't know, location and interest-specific advertising I see, like, do you guys find that now we've been back for a couple months, you still see advertising relating to the place where we just were? Yeah. We're talking I don't, about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it drives me crazy. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, airways or something just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'm I think not it's, there. I think it starts to diminish. Like, it realizes that we're not there anymore. Yeah, which is kind of crazy, by the way, that it figures that out. But, yeah. It's I mean, probably some kind of algorithm. Cookies, yeah. And it's like, it's like, I'm going to show you the How often we went to yeah. those things, yeah. It's the location so services. Yeah. Yeah. It like, can get you every time. So, what did you have? Uh, I think you mentioned. Yeah, this kind of rolls right into a first word problem. So, I kept having problems with my phone where it wouldn't get uh, 4G. Mm-hmm. So I had to basically restart it, which is by itself is a first world problem that I can't get data everywhere. <laughs> you know? But um, I had to switch over phones, and you know you always do that thing where you're like you try to back up your messages and like whatever else and contacts. I think contacts mm-hmm. is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But um, when I switched over to the phone, I realized I it didn't save my Shazams. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that the what? What is the Shazam? Is that the? Uh, it's like when you hear like a a song, you just hit it, and then it recognizes the song and tells you what it is. Music right. identification. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I lost those. So I lost a oh, few songs. So do, so what does the <laughs> app do besides just tell you what the song is? It lets is you it, you could like buy it on Google Play or whatever else. Okay. So you do you just save like I don't have a Android or. <laughs> yeah, I just save like I just keep them because it's just a temporary thing. I didn't log into like an account, so I just like kept it there. And then I would go back and, like, add them to, like, Amazon Music or whatever ah, else, okay. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Do you guys have Amazon Music? Like, I do right now. I'm a Pandora guy. I, I pay for, mm-hmm. for premium. So not only is it ad-free, but I can <laughs> listen to individual albums and individual uh, really? songs. Although That's not nice. for T-Swizzle because she's not a participant. Not mm. yet. I think she's coming soon. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I, I was I wondering how that worked. Uh, I don't know. I saw the... Like, I always hear the ad-free listening, and I didn't know you could actually go, like, hey, I want to hear this album straight through, and you can pick it. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's really good for classical music if you're a huge nerd like me, and it's in multiple movements, uh, or if you just get tired of the local ads. Again, going back to mm-hmm. geo-targeted advertising being <laughs> in North Dakota. Yeah.
But then why do they still have ads? You gotta pay more for the no ad version. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because it's so new that they need to subsidize it, kind of, you know, and like. It costs versus like paying like twenty dollars with yeah. no ads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I think I think that's part of it. You're paying because it's like the most recent so TV shows. So right, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of it. I mean, they, Hulu is really garnering kind of a monopoly on a lot of the shows that you want to watch. Like yeah. when they took South Park <laughs> off of Netflix, I was crushed. And Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. I mean, not to nerd out here, but yeah. you know when yep. those shows went off Netflix, really that was like that was hard for me. And now they're on Hulu, so we pay extra so we can watch mm-hmm. them commercial free. Yeah. Nice. And it frees up space on our DVR for more HGTV programs. <laughs> <laughs> Record SNL and right. South Park. So you guys can become real estate moguls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Taking over Tory like Lowe. But, <laughs> you know, sorry, what yeah, the, I don't even know. The business is really tough down there, right? So, mm-hmm. But um, it, I find it funny also that like Netflix loses, loses, show, loses shows every once in a while, which mm-hmm. is really frustrating. Let's but talk also about after your music. Like, sometimes your songs would just be gone. From your, where? I'm like, so if I save it to Spotify, mm-hmm. Spotify is actually pretty good about this. So I recently switched to Amazon Music just to try it. I think mm-hmm. right now they have a deal that's like $1 for three months. So mm-hmm. check that out. Nice. But yeah. Um, yeah, you'd add it and then like it would be kind of like grayed out when you look at it. And that's like they lost that album license. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so they don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind interesting. of interesting. So yeah. And you bought that album? <laughs> Like well, so you just but you just do the subscription and you get whatever you want. Oh, okay. So, but then you went the caveat, I guess, is like when you stop the subscription, you lose everything. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what what I worry about with Amazon. We buy a lot of digital movies via Amazon. Right. I wonder about what if they lose access to that? Well, I think with that, are you buying the actual? Right, I think video? you buy the digital copy. Yeah, yeah. So that should be yours. The same yeah. as like on iTunes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But to the point where I get frustrated if we buy it and then two months later. Amazon Prime has it for free. Yeah, like, I feel like free. they should yeah. give me a couple bucks. Yeah. Or HBO or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I always, sure. I like, originally struggled, like, what should I do? Should I do, like, Spotify, Amazon Music, or should mm-hmm. I buy my own? It's too much Google Play yeah. or <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> iTunes, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what it, because you yeah. can't, if you buy it on one, it's not going to be on the other. Right. No, no. And then if you end yeah. up getting an iPhone like, instead of an Android, yeah. then. But if you want to watch your Amazon movie on your Apple TV, you you know that's difficult. You're gonna have to yeah. stream it First over your problems. phone or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly like, that's what I usually stick to. People are like, oh well, I have Spotify. Like, I have Spotify on my computer because it's free. But mm-hmm. I still buy albums from iTunes because I know I'm just like I'm yeah. just gonna have them. You, yeah, want, yeah, and yeah. I want the, the files. Computer. The files are in the computer. Yeah, yeah. 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 you want the computer. <laughs> uh, speak. This remi- just reminded me. Do you guys have any horrors? Like you mentioned, South Park mm-hmm. hopping <laughs> off of Netflix. Do you have any horror stories or like? Things from maybe Netflix specifically or whatever that just disappeared. Like for me, I was in nav training, and I had got into Highlander, and <laughs> of all shows, so I'm like on the season finale, the very first season, and I go, I wake up in the morning, watch before I go into work, and I hit play, and it's like air, air. I go back out, oh, no. and it was gone. <laughs> oh, erased. Mid watch. Mid watch. Oh, season finale. Oh, just geez. disappeared. Wow. So like that's for, for that's an example. Of one of my horror stories. Like, do you guys have any similar experiences to that, or just miss a show that? Uh, well, I'm still let over the cancellation of Firefly. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> that was a cold hit, wasn't it? It was. It's odd how that happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Some shows are like, appreciating their time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we just have a huge love of, of Joss Whedon, so that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, horror story? Nothing mid-watch. I have never had anything happen that yeah, was that, that egregious. But recently, 
we were we were up to the Tet Offensive in Ken Burns, Vietnam. Oh, oh. Brilliant, brilliant documentary. And we go away I to watch that. on This story does vacation. not make me a bad wife. I would just like to clarify. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. We, we watched it in the first few episodes <laughs> all in a row. And then it was like an episode a week because we got busy and went back to work. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon was over. And we go away on Thanksgiving vacation. And I had it set to, uh, you know, delete when space is required, which you never think is actually going to happen. <laughs> I've never seen it happen before, but somebody oh, has so troubling. Flipper Flop Fort Worth, um, Flipper Flop Regular, Love It or List It, Not Designed to Sell. Listed. I don't know, you, you know all your programs, but yeah, I come back and DVR is 99% full of HGTV. Well, I set up some series recordings because I am trying to make our new house beautiful. Full, you know, all my episodes of Kim Burns Vietnam deleted. <laughs> oh gosh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. don't worry, you can probably buy it. Oh, yeah, sure. It's, sure. it's still you can still stream it on PBS. We'll get to watch yeah. it. I know because I'm making my students watch it. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. yeah. it's good for them. What do you teach, by the way, again? Uh, I teach history, American history okay. um, at yeah. Minot State, and I this year I started teaching political science government as well. Yeah, that's nice. what I thought. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's been a great six years. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Teaching must be a fun time. I love it. it it's especially at this level. I would, I would mm-hmm. guess like people are more serious, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, they can adults. engage with the material. Yeah. And since I teach classes on base as well, um, I have airmen that you know have a much greater interest, especially in like military history yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, although that's not my specialty, uh, it they they are really interested and, and do good work. So I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. Was it tough the first time you had to like fail someone, whether it be like a paper or like a class? No, because they really <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> yeah, that's what my math teacher in high school told me when I like not that I failed, but <laughs> I failed other stuff. But um, when I would ask him about that, yeah, he'd be like, I, I felt bad like the first time, but then eventually I realized like, I mean, it's on them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they do it to themselves, so kind of. So I there was one time when I felt really bad because I was experimenting with a policy of accepting zero late work period I thought this will be good for them you know learn some life skills not everything in life can be made up later Uh, so I set this rule for one semester and I gave it a shot Uh, and then one of my really good students I wrote it I mean it was in stone in the syllabus so that I would hold myself to it and then one of my really good students um, just she wrote her major paper in advance, she had talked to me about it, you know. Oh God! Uh, and then the day oh, came, and she didn't. She didn't man. show up to class, and she came to my office hours later in the week and asked if she could turn it in. And I cried over that because I had written it in stone in the syllabus, yeah. zero late work, and so I had to hold to it. And I wanted to accept it so bad. I gave her a lot of extra credit so that she could still pass the class um, <clears throat> because you know she deserved that. She deserved to pass, but that was really hard. And so then I took that policy out. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it was too, There's your learning too experience. Difficult. Like, yeah, exactly. You, the teacher, the uh, student becomes a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that was probably a huge chunk of their grade, huh? Yeah, 20%. Yeah. yeah that was a lot. Man. Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, I guess it is a life lesson, but it's like like taking, I take master classes now, so like mm-hmm. I constantly have to look in the syllabus to remember what I forgot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I try to keep organized with like a whiteboard or something mm-hmm. and like, write down this is due this day but like I always seem to forget something or like not remember they wanted a certain way or something you know mm-hmm. so that's tough sometimes but yeah. yeah and I don't know 
master's class originally, I don't know about the program you're in, the one I was in, it was uh, you had to have a B or greater to pass the class. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. C's didn't count. So mm -hmm. that made it harder in some ways, but easier in others. Yeah. Yeah, there's more a little bit more flexibility. I think at the undergraduate level, even a D is passing. So you know, it's yeah. Mm. But you've had some some incidents that were maybe as clear cut, but not quite as painful, such as the cheating ring. The oh, cheating I've ring. Had, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, oh man, I've had so juicy. much breaking. Uh, <laughs> gosh, like, breaking yeah. on the Lab Luxury podcast. <laughs> Um, well, just, I mean, I've had a host of just plagiarism, flat-out cheating, you know, crazy stuff. But one was was really, really bad. It was um, a, an international student who... Oh, I thought it was an international ring. No. <laughs> no. In a um, way, it was. The international student was being sort of bullied by... Oh, boy. ...their roommate um, into providing answers to the homework uh, and then the roommate was texting photocopies of the international students' work to all, a bunch of other students in the class, and then they were they would all turn in essentially the same thing. Is um, it the undergraduate or undergraduate? Okay. Yeah, freshman. Um, and the international student is in this you know tough spot, isn't you know super familiar with like cultural norms and so yeah, on. Yeah, any so just, Right, exactly. Yeah, so that was. Um, that was very difficult. And and cheating penalties are such that it could have resulted in their, you know, deportation. I yeah. mean, it could have been mm. really bad. Luckily, I was able to kind of uncover it all. And the, the roommate, when I confronted the roommate, they confessed to kind of what they were doing. So I was able to help everyone learn how mm. that was not okay and, um, and cut the international students some slack because, you know, they didn't really... It wasn't really their fault completely, kind of yeah. what was happening. So, but it it was just amazing to me that they the way they had this whole system of photographing the homework um, and you know and sending it out on this text chain and thinking that I wouldn't notice that they're yeah. all turning in. These are long form answers, that, and they're all like the exact yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Using the same examples, and that's how I caught it because they're using the same examples that are written um, in a in a sort of tilted, you know, in a way that yeah. indicated they lacked total familiarity with the English language, might have been a second language, or the examples uh, didn't make sense culturally. Um, I thought, there's no way that all of these students who were born and raised, you know, right here in North Dakota could be writing this kind of, uh, these kinds of examples, so. Wow. Of course, it's the foreigner's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it makes me wonder, like, what, what kind of culturally inappropriate or... I don't know, out of context examples did they use like, you know, like when I go down to the well to get no. my bathwater. <laughs> no. I just mean, they were writing about uh, artifacts um, and historical memory and things like that and um, using examples of like artifacts that our students wouldn't normally think of or um, they were writing about McDonald's as a cultural norm mm -hmm. in a way that didn't really reflect the way that McDonald's is a cultural norm mm -hmm. so it was yeah. just, you know, just kind of weird stuff. I've heard uh, stories, or maybe not stories, but I guess, yeah, maybe stories. So well, there are students who like, kind of have not cheating rings, but like they'll plagiarize somebody else's paper, and then the teacher has like a program where it basically reads, like everybody, like all the teachers load like all the papers in, and then mm -hmm. it'll 
analyze it for... Turnitin.com. That's what it is? This is okay. her pet issue. I, this is kind of a pet issue of mine. So when I was in law school, I actually wrote um, a long um, opinion piece on the problem with using software like that because those companies um, retain a eternal right to mm. a copy of your content so that they can measure it against all future students' submissions um, to try to see if they're plagiarizing you. Which is basically a copyright infringement, mm-hmm. um, you know, a violation of your intellectual property rights. Right, right. And I, that is, I take that really seriously, and I always felt just horrifically insulted when instructors would ask me to do that, and I didn't want my work on file with those companies for all time and mm-hmm. ever. Um, Not without a hefty royalty payment. Right, yeah. and, and none of the Ivies and none of the major respected universities in the country use it for exactly those reasons Mm -hmm. um, because you know there are some legal concerns with them Um, so I do not use those services Mm -hmm. Um, I rely totally on my own ability to identify plagiarism and if you're a professor worth your salt you can I mean you know how your students write you know the the sophistication of language that they use Um, one time I had a student try to turn in a paper about a, a very famous um, historical monograph on the Civil War um, by Kenneth Stamp. And the student was, you know, not performing well throughout the semester, but this paper was brilliant. I thought, <laughs> this student went and got a PhD in Civil War historiography when I wasn't looking. <laughs> and of course that's not true. You know, of course I could Google for five seconds and find that what actually they had turned in was the New York Times long obituary for the his, this historian that they just copied and pasted. An was, obituary? How does an obituary <laughs> I know. How did that fit? <laughs> I know. It was crazy. They had just deleted the birth and death date sentence, and then this obituary was by, like, one of his students. Um, and so it was praising his contribution to the field uh, and, and his research. And so, okay. it, so it was relevant to the paper, but, it, you know... That's you got me wondering, how would somebody plagiarize our obituaries? Like, what purpose would <laughs> <are> they put <laughs> that? While being war heroes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like I would never have the balls to even try that. You know what I mean? Like, if, I don't know, right. I mean, there's been some stressful nights, you know, like, mm-hmm. you forget you have an assignment due, and then, like, the night before you have to finish mm-hmm. it and stuff. Yeah. Like, but I never, like, I was, like, always thinking about it, but, like, how do you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to Just get away with it. I mean... When I was in high school, stuff like math and chemistry homework, we cheated pretty rampantly. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. to me, that's different Physics. because you're talking about things that are underlying facts, you know, right? Either right. mathematically or scientifically. Whereas it's not your own intellectual it's not idea, property. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. English or history, that's that's analysis. That is that is intellectual property. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always felt like that was more wrong than the. Yeah. I, I felt like the math cheating. I was just cheating myself. Yeah. If you didn't know what two plus yeah. two, yeah. Meant, and like you kind of like, well, he knows what two plus two is. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> not going to change the fact that two plus two. <laughs> right. is I'm exactly. learning that from him, and it's not like he's the first person to admit that. Either. Yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna have to study that later if you want to do it on the final. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point, I suppose. <laughs> but how hard is it to tell um, who's plagiarizing off of who when you read like so many essays? even if they're not back-to-back. You know what I mean? Is yeah. it easy to, like, remember, like, oh, that guy said the same thing, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like even if you ago. Even if you read 30 essays, because their language is really particular, so mm-hmm. it sticks out in your mind, yeah. and you think, gosh, that's a yeah. weird example, and I definitely just read that 10 papers ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it stays with you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was something I was going to ask about. Uh, 
I can't remember. Is it tough uh, taking time to grade, or do you? That's it? impossible. Yeah. No, it's a, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I yeah. think faculty members always joke that we teach for free, but they pay us to grade. I mean, it's kind of trite, yeah. but it's it's really <laughs> true that <laughs> grading is such a nightmare. Um, and in larger universities, you don't have to do it because you have a you know a TA a grad yeah, student that does it for you. Um, actually, when I started teaching for NDSU, the first teaching option that they offered me um, when they thought I was going to be moving to Fargo at the time, uh, they would have given me a TA to grade for me, which would have been awesome. But I stayed here in Minot, and I just teach for them um, distance classes, mm-hmm. online classes, so I have to grade their stuff myself. Interesting. <laughs> um, but no, grading's terrible. Uh, I mean, everybody thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things... So, both my parents are, my dad was a high school teacher, my mom's an elementary school teacher, and whenever I'm like, I'm bored, they're like, oh, you're bored, huh? So, <laughs> I end up, like, they give me the, uh, yeah. the master, and I'd have to grade <laughs> and, like, that, like, the few times that happened, I was like, I'm not going to be a teacher, just because of that. <laughs> But now I'm like, hmm, I could be a teacher. I think I'd like to do that if I got out. Let did the students know they could have paid you off because you were the critical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like this time, like, I don't know. I was probably like six grading, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> however many. You know, like, all I had to do was look and see if the answer was that. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe it's a little close to home. Kid, yeah. But um, I always got annoyed because I went to Rutgers, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of a big, like, research school mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, like most others, I guess. But... Um, I always got annoyed when, like, teachers wouldn't really give me much attention, mm-hmm. but they would give attention to their, like, own work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is, don't you kind of feel that's, like, that's annoying? Has that happened to you guys? It, I, like, I it understand. Varies. It varies, you know? And <laughs> I don't know. I, I found the departments I was in, there's about a 50-50 split between faculty that uh, had already made tenure and had just become part of the furniture and... Yeah, uh, was pursuing. We're pursuing different research. I just kind of decided after a while they must have gotten tired of their own topic after spending years and years slaving away publishing on some particular thing to get yeah. tenure. And then after that, they go off and do completely different things. Like my primary mentor, Dr. Wong, mm-hmm. uh, Italian historian, wrote about what the oh yes yes wow. uh, yeah she does great work. Published a book based on her doctoral dissertation about the southern problem in Italian history. Italy as a modern nation state only dates back to the 1860s when all of these different provinces were unified mm-hmm. under one king. And at the time, and even today, northern Italians looked down on southern Italians. Yeah. There's kind of this uh, racial component to it, and they really looked down on Sicilians. Mm-hmm. And so her book is about that in the first 50 years of Italian history. Mm. Since then, she shifted her focus to studying spaghetti westerns, and how, yes. how when we think of the American West in American culture, we see it through Italian eyes because oh, the yeah. popular image of the West comes from these Italian Westerns. Yeah. That's so crazy to me that that is that how that is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But while doing all that research, she was really engaged with you and with the students, right? Right. And I think for me, um, I've been just so fortunate to be in departments with researching faculty that are really engaged. So like doing my PhD at at North Dakota State, um, all of our faculty are actively publishing and they're doing really good, uh, important research. But because they also prioritize instruction, that we still got a lot of of hands-on attention and um, and focus. And we would be integrated into their research projects. I mean, I've gotten to help a lot with uh, with faculty research there, so um, I haven't noticed it as much as much because I've been, I think, just at institutions where teaching is still at least half of 
what they do. But I know, like, um, my cousin just took his first year uh, teaching position, having just finished up his PhD, and his teaching load is one class. Uh, and then the rest of his expectation of work is research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I know at some institutions it's just really different where the research is much more heavily prioritized by the university, and so this, especially the undergraduate students just take kind of a back seat, unfortunately, yeah. to that. What was your major? Mechanical engineering. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's a big part of why, yeah, probably. Should, yeah, and I was going to say, I was like, I guess what I should say is I put it more on the school that I got annoyed with yeah. versus the faculty because mm-hmm. I think the school is like, we can make money off these guys kind of, right. you know, and they, that's, money. that's kind of why they get yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And then, so they, you know, they then put pressure on the faculty mm-hmm. and then therefore the faculty don't worry too much about the students. You know? I think so. Because then they get yeah. tenure and then, and then the, like we had this one guy who had always had like, he was really tough with grading and like, um, like to an unfair level kind of. Mm-hmm. And like, um, he would have class on Tuesday and Thursday let me just make sure I get this right. So he would, like, tell us on Tuesday, the next Tuesday, or he wouldn't say anything on Tuesday, but then Thursday he'd be like, yeah, we have a quiz on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so the people who went like, to class on Tuesday wouldn't know. Didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and so he would, like, give us a really short turnaround time, and it would be, like, worth a lot of your grade or something. Mm-hmm. But he just did, like, a lot of unfair stuff, and always people would always complain about him. I mean, obviously we had nothing concrete, but... Like, we would talk to the faculty, and they wouldn't do anything because he would get so much research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, like, loved him, I guess, mm-hmm. but... Um, I think that's kind of the, it's that double-edged sword of um, some of those top-tier research institutions where, I mean, that research is so important to the prestige of the university and and to their funding um, and and their ability for advancement. But at the same time, you know, the undergraduates that come there expecting to benefit from that climate, Mm -hmm. maybe not. I mean, that's probably not going to be the experience that they have, especially not at the lower levels, not until they get, you know, kind of more plugged in into the program. So, yeah, yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. That's a real struggle. And I think that's why some people choose, you know, the smaller, maybe less um, prestigious and less research-driven institutions. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that as a choice for that reason. Mm -hmm. It kind of adds, the prestige of the department adds value to your degree. Right, If you're a strong student and you can be kind of Independent, if yeah. you don't need as much help, then you can really thrive in that environment. But if you're someone who was less prepared for that subject, then you probably benefit more from a teaching university. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, you know, That's I know when I was yeah. a, a senior in high school picking a college, these were not things that right. guidance counselors no, ever talked to me about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I think is the real problem. Nobody sits a student down and says, hey, this is what you can reasonably expect from this kind of institution versus from this kind of institution. I never thought about that, yeah. That's a good point. I know I didn't. Well, <laughs> me personally, I. I was, everybody in high school at this point is like, you're, you're a pretty good student, and then you get to college, and you're like, it's your first shock, I don't know, maybe for, for <laughs> yeah. me at least it was, it's yeah. like, whoa, this is much more difficult Hard. than I <laughs> yeah. thought, and I didn't, as, even first two years, I didn't really have a uh, desire to learn, but it was like, junior year hit, like, within, like, I don't know, maybe a month or two, like, I was like, I actually enjoyed learning, mm-hmm. and by, the, by that time, it was already over, so, mm-hmm. you're like, well, okay, it's just, I don't think people, especially when you're trying to choose your college, you're not really thinking about, like, I don't know many people who are consciously um, wanting to further their learning, like, at the same level as you do, like, when you're a senior, or even, mm-hmm. even once you're going for your master's. And I don't know, in our line of business, I don't even know if 
many people are still care about learning much. Yeah. Like, I, I know, like, I still want to learn, and, like, yeah, I have yeah. to desire. We didn't make it really to get a master's degree, then. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, like, I feel like there's still a lot of people, like, ah, you know, I hate school. I'm just getting a master's because I need to get it so I can stay in. Yeah. Or whatever. Or they're going to pay for me while I'm doing this. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I feel like there's a lot of, not to knock the MBAs, but I feel like there's a lot of MBAs because they're, they're all Checking my programs. The is, which is another thing. Like, I would love to do a master's in residence mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. but Yeah. No one has is going to have like an international relations program where I can also be based at. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I where I mean, are we going to be based? Yeah. Like, not, think not, about yeah. Like, not, not, <laughs> not in our. Yeah. yeah. Maybe isn't. Even even then, because the army bases are all so yeah. remote. They're kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, too, I guess. If NAV school were still at Randolph, mm-hmm. you got St. Mary's University. That's where I got my master's degree online in international relations. But they got the campus there oh, in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hey, uh, former. Former, who was he, National Security Advisor, Director of National Intelligence, uh, Clapper, mm-hmm. General Clapper. Uh, one of those guys that retired like a year ago got his master's degree in international oh, wow. relations from St. Mary's in the 70s when he was in the Army. So wow. I like I to know, say, hey, So you know, it'll work, it's, right? It's legit. <laughs> it's, legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brick-and-mortar institution, so you don't have to yeah. Yeah. take just Yeah, because my big thing is like, and took it, I guess it took me a while to figure that in high school, but I like always need office hours because like yes. I need help like figuring out mm-hmm. you know working through the problem you know it's huge um, and that's tough like to do through email especially because yeah. that's what initially got me upset is like people wouldn't respond to emails <laughs> right which then I knew the Air Force was for me yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if like the different codes of colleges are. Uh, are their codes or are they interchangeable like what's a university versus a college versus a yeah. Institute, you know what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. So a university maybe is more university oriented, well, I suppose. University has m- multiple colleges, so mm-hmm. you know bigger. Ah, yeah, okay. so like Minot State University, I would assume has multiple. Colleges. Texas Tech with the College of Arts yeah. and Sciences, the College of Engineering, the College ah, of Mass Communications, etc. Okay. Okay. So they're big enough. They have enough students. They have enough departments that they can make like subsets. Hit, yes, right. have a hierarchy with a dean in charge of a college oh, okay. and then the university president okay, in charge of the sense. overall thing. And then you have a university system over that with a chancellor if there are ah. more than one right. huh. in the system. And then institute is probably just like kind of almost vocational, but like very focused. Like, like we yeah, have. I think it, in the vernacular, that word is just kind of used to describe, you know, higher ed um, in yeah. general. But yeah, but there are some specifically that are um, maybe more like vocational or like tech schools and, yeah, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I teach tech. <laughs> Dude, I looked at like crazy as it sounds. <laughs> I looked at like, could I become a engine mechanic just just as a hobby mm-hmm. from ITT Tech? Then I saw how much it costs. Dude, like, it's now, so expensive. It's, like, now, is it really <laughs> too much for a hobby? No, it's, really? No, no, thanks. <laughs> Some of those places, the tuition costs are way higher than you would pay like coming here to Minot State, yeah. and they and the credits don't transfer anywhere because yeah. they're not accredited by the general accreditation bodies. So it's just yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah, this would be cool. I, I like working on cars and stuff. Like, I just get this in my yeah. free time. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I don't like working on cars in my free time that much, not yeah. to pay, yeah. you know, 35 grand, 40 grand. I'm glad I'm not the only one that has dreams like that, though, because I really <laughs> desperately want to Benjamin apprentice Kent. in a dry cleaning shop. I'm not even kidding. Like, that fascinates me. I didn't know you think you had apprentices for yes, dry cleaning. Yes, yeah, it's, it is like an apprentice relationship, and you can become a master dry cleaner, spotter. Jen I'm fascinated know. by no. this. Well, I've heard some of this <laughs> He's heard a little bit of it. Yeah. 
If I could just spend a summer um, working for like a really high level dry cleaner in Manhattan or something, I would love it. That would be dope. It's a real skill being able to remove stains from, you know, fashion is kind of a hobby of mine, fashion design, and I sew a lot of my own clothes, but mm -hmm. um, keeping them functional is hard, you know, because mm -hmm. you live in them, you get yeah. them dirty. So being a true um, master dry cleaner, I think it would be so cool. Now, did you be insane? Did, like, <laughs> now, did this like I wouldn't? I'm not gonna go as far as call it obsession, but like did this interest in that like stem from like man, oh, I'm so upset that I got you know a stain on this shirt that I just finished making, and then like that's how you kind of got into it, uh, or well, you just always curious about it. There wasn't it? like a, a single experience like that, but um, just more sort of in general. Like I spilled red wine on one of my. Kate Middleton dresses, oh, yeah. and that was really frustrating. And then I started using the um, Rent the Runway service where girls can, like, rent dresses for, you know, special occasions um, oh. and, like, high-level designer dresses. Wow. And so you don't have to pay, you know, thousands of dollars for the dress. You can just pay, like, 100 bucks and wear it once. Um, and they have the largest dry-cleaning empire in the United States. And really? they have all these master dry-cleaners that they've, like, poached from other companies um, because, you know, they're renting out these high-level dresses. They need to keep them in circulation. Yeah. So that mm. is really studying their business model is how I got interested uh, in dry cleaning. That's really interesting. Yeah, random, but I mean, I'm glad I'm not the only one that has a, an interest in, you know, cultivating a tech hobby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, see, logistics stuff like that fascinates me. The system of dry cleaners are, like today, yeah, we mailed yeah. all our Christmas cards, and I'm always amazed by how quickly a Christmas card gets from Minot <laughs> right? down to Texas or wherever. <laughs> I really would love to go behind the scenes and see how they sort all that stuff and how it makes its way across the country. Or every time you go to Starbucks, there's today's issue of the New York Times. How does that happen? You know, really? Where is the, yeah. where is the nearest place that's printing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there must be a printing place. Is there right. a place that's printing? Is there a place that's printing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Is it, why not? Is it in Fargo? I mean, where is there it? There is that huge they press right across York? the border in Canada, um, Frisians in Altona or whatever, and they do a lot of printing. I don't know if they do newspapers, but wow. they do a lot of printing for like the north central U.S. That's a great question, yeah. That is, that's fascinating. Okay, i got to say... I have a problem, guys. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if my hair just gets extra greasy, but I'm constantly cleaning my pillowcases. Do you know of a solution oh, for this? Oh, interesting. So. And I feel like I have to, like, throw them away. Like, yeah. I have, like, yeah. acidic hair or something. <laughs> That's really funny. So I do frequent laundry blogs. That's a thing because of my little pet interest in, in dry cleaning. Yeah. Um, and do you ever try washing them by adding vinegar to your washing no, machine? No, I hear that's a, the magic solution. Yeah, huh? that's that's what I would start I also with heard um, dishwasher detergent. Or just like, just the regular stuff you put on. Oh, because yeah, it's like, like the like it's got yeah, like the yeah, grease yeah, fighter yeah. and all yeah. that stuff in there, yeah. Yeah. I've never tried that, but that might work as well. Let's try the vinegar, yeah. Definitely vinegar. That helps. I because a lot of times I'll sleep without taking my makeup off, so I have a similar problem. It, that's a lot of you know like grease and junk on your pillowcase. But how often do you guys wash your pillowcases? <laughs> uh, whenever I do my, whenever I wash my rest of my sheets. So usually. like weekly or two weeks. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. You know, yeah, I really You'd be. I'd be embarrassed. How, how many times did you guys <laughs> wash your linens when we were in the BPC? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was aiming for monthly, but I probably did like every two months or Same. something like that. Three times. Yeah. Um, like once in the middle and then once two weeks before the end. So basically twice. Yeah. I used my own. Like I didn't use the ones that they provided, but 
I don't know, and I was planning on not keeping it, so yeah. I wasn't too worried, but that doesn't change the fact that I was just sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping on a mattress that had been slept on for rotation yeah, after rotation. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. That's gross. And I saw a stat, I don't know if it was true, but it was like, guys only change their sheets like a few times a year. Or that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You might be giving me yeah. too much credit. <laughs> Whereas girls do it like one monthly or something, yeah. in the wild. I just don't know. Like that's probably the right thing to do, but like I wonder. It's if definitely it, the right thing to do. But I just like how dirty can they get? I mean, I, mean, I would I wear clothes when I go yeah. to bed. They're they always amazed when you do wash them how nice they smell. How yeah, good yeah it does feel good. You're right. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't make my bed every morning. Oh, I make my because I don't care when get I get back, back in. in. Yeah. yeah, I make my bed every morning. Uh, Is it nice I, to get so home too? You guys probably seen that. Um, I don't know the like it was a speech some like former Navy SEAL gave yeah, or whatever. Or yeah, I saw it and I was like, hmm, I'll try this. And then like I didn't feel like everything that or my goal wasn't to you know be some like super you know motivated person. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna try it. And then I tried it and it's pretty nice. I got to say. It is just ro- like you lay down in your bed and you just roll back your sheets and you crawl in there like, I'm a, man, oh, man. I, it's, nice. a, it's a little bit. I'm uh, such an adult. Turn down yeah. service. I yeah, like it, it. it's just like when you go to a hotel. Yeah. It's like imagine That's if true. you went to a hotel and your sheets were just laying there. You'd almost like, what the That's fuck? Gross, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what kind of place am I living in? Like re- in reality, you're the only person who slept in that bed like yeah, yeah. in the last two nights. So, <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing on timing? Uh, this looks like four, uh, about 40 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think we're okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Right now I'm looking at mattresses online. Have you guys ever mm-hmm. partaken? Ah, not online. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it's at like Cocoon right now online. by mm-hmm. Sealy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, did you guys see the commercials for Purple as well? I've purple. seen the Purple commercials, yeah. Purple, yeah. what is this? It's basically, I mean, all of them have like, you know, the mattress is kind of like changing where, you know, they sh- you know the whole online thing, right? Okay. Do you understand that? For like uh, online mattresses, a series of tubes. Yeah, information <laughs> flows. Yeah. No. Well, basically, like there, all these companies kind of jumped into it. I forget who started it, but um, where they basically send you a mattress and you have like a crazy amount of time to return it with mm-hmm. no problem. Um, but the the purple guys are basically doing this thing where they, I mean, they have all the different layers and stuff like any other high end mattress kind of, and it's cheaper. But they have this thing where it's like special, and they're purple, but they're like gel. Like the top layer is like gel, a series of mm-hmm. gel, like honeycomb almost things okay. that like distribute the uh, pressure. Mm-hmm. So they help. So every everybody's got their own like a little thing, but they're all like pretty much similar. So I just don't know which one to choose. But mm. I'm thinking about doing that because I think I need a new mattress. I don't know. You never know when though. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've only had my mattress for probably uh, three I had it for years. like four years probably. We've had our mattress for 10 years, and so we probably need to replace yeah. it before too long, but it's so nice. It was nice. free and like, serves as well. Oh, yeah, our mattress Whoa, saga. Is it a spring mattress? Since you guys are moving. moving. Is, yeah, yeah I, we, and I we just flipped flip. it, and it's way better. Yes. I, we just flipped it you're about a month ago. You're supposed to do a flip? Ago. I never did. Oh, this was our first flip like, in 10 years. Yeah, but so. you're supposed to do it <laughs> like really twice nice. a year, right? You're yeah. supposed to rotate it. Yeah. Rotate it around and then flip it over. I guess that makes sense because you're putting all the pressure on one side only, so. Well, and especially since... He's been gone for thirty percent of our marriage. Uh, his side is all you know, nice and and not indented, and mine's sagging down here. His side never gets slept on. So. Yeah, I uh, well, my mattress. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my mattress. I got mine uh, in Shreveport, and it was one of those ones like it was like a display model, but 
It was super comfortable, and, but the only issue is I can't flip it because like the way it's built, it's like the uh, softer mm-hmm. section is on top. Uh, so yeah. I can only I rotate it, but mm-hmm. that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think that's how these new mattresses are too, because they start from they do different layers from the yeah. bottom. Yeah. So maybe you can rotate it. I don't know. I'd rather yeah. not try it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these these things have pretty good deals, and they they have like a warranty of ten years and stuff. So it's maybe worth looking into since you guys are moving. Yeah, you could just ship it to your new place and have it there. We did just that's get a new true. frame. So, yeah. I mean, Maybe let us we go fresh. whole hog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're renovating. <clears throat> I saw on Facebook where the high school band in my hometown is having a mattress sale for a fundraiser, and they had this what? picture of the band hall at the high school decked out with all these mattresses like a display what? room. That's crazy. I'm like, whatever happened to selling chocolate? Yeah. Or yeah. wrapping paper? It's definitely That's funny. Yeah. Interesting. A mattress sale. Like, what kind of markup are they getting on that? Well, probably I, good about. Yeah, there's a mattress firm on every corner. You figure the the margins have mm. got to be pretty solid. Oh. Well, do we have anything else, or should we jump into the game? I think you jump into the game. Let's okay. play. Here we go. You got, oh, you got your. Uh, <laughs> you haven't prepared. Let's see. Oh, so I recently oh played this game actually, but um, I mean, obviously you can. Choose Wait, how did you play the game? You're not. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry, I administer the game. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> That's another, another reminder. I never get to play success. the game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 2018 will be your year. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I recently played it when I was at uh, Walken's wife's place. Okay. And they had like three couples there, so we got to play a lot. Oh, that's cool. And they all competed Who was against there? Oh, fun. Yeah. Was it uh, like Saint? It was uh, or, no, no, no. no. Or, it was like Thanksgiving time. So oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I was third win Thanksgiving. That's for another time. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we don't need to do points. But basically, write down ten co- ten rows, mm-hmm. and then two columns. So essentially, how this is going to work is like the first one's like favorite color. So you're going to write down your favorite color and what you think the other person's is. Okay. And then, in the end, we'll answer all the questions and see how well you guys know each other. Great. <clears throat> I'm excited. His and hers. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Ready to rock. Okay. Number one. Favorite <laughs> color. Didn't see this one coming. And also, don't <laughs> cheat, Jasm. <laughs> He's not really the game cheater in the family. Oh, no. that's true. If we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready? Games of the Indian Yes. Ready. And by the way, I played this game with mul- like a couple multiple times walking. Yeah. And they still get the same questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've changed the questions, but like like favorite color is like one I always think of. Mm-hmm. And they keep getting it wrong. <laughs> like, I thought it was indigo. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cyan. I <laughs> but um, okay, if you are to eat c- or if the other person's to eat cereal, what's their favorite cereal? Mm. Oh man. Cereal of choice, I suppose. We like just had this conversation last week. Oh, even more uh, ammo if you get it wrong. <laughs> and I think it was funny. Was like I was thinking about you know after I played that game with the three couples, playing the game again with Walken and his wife with another couple, and them having the the answers ready, <laughs> so they would get everything right. <laughs> and the other couple, would get them, you know, and they'd be like, "Damn, we don't know each other, but Walken and his wife, yeah, we're so in tune to each other." That's excellent. I love Why it. are we in tune? Um, number three. I guess kind of describe your first date in a simple way, like go to the movies or a restaurant, or whatever the first first date was. What was it or first date location? If okay, that makes it easier. Okay, gotcha. So uh, my first date and then her first date. 
No, no, we our first date together. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you it should be the yeah, same answer. Okay, you, it should you be mean the experience the, that you refer to as our first yeah, date right. and the yeah. experience so, that yeah. I refer to as our first yeah. date. This is actually a really debatable topic. Yes, we, we have that conversation why, pretty yes. often. So. Yeah. The other thing is that's fun to play is the shoe game. Oh, is that the one they played at uh, uh, Sid's Sid's, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's the, uh, that's that's a pretty good one. I don't know what to put for you on this, babe. It could be anything. So many different milestones that month, which I'm sure we'll get into. All right, I got it. I just see with that one, like, I I know times when I've like dated people, they're like, uh, we talk about like, oh, not necessarily our first date. I'm like, oh, we've been dating for you know, we'll say six months. We're like, really? <laughs> Yeah, what did I count the first? I was just hanging out. Um, Ready. This one's a robust one. So usually I would give more points for this, but since you guys are alone. Um, my partner is a natural born blank. So try to do it in one word if you can. This is a tough one. No one got this right, I don't think, yet. So I'm going to write the thing he says about me. And then the thing I think he says about himself? Yes. Okay. All right. So the thing that I am using to describe you, I am putting under his. Okay. And under hers, oh. I am putting the thing that describes me, even though... Yeah, you guys are going to answer these, so as long as you know okay. which one's which. Well, Reminds I'm, me of all those... I'm doing the opposite, but I know what I mean. humanity games with the doubles that I would get the order wrong. <laughs> I feel like everyone's... My partner is a natural-born blank. Yes. I said partner because the last time I played this, it was with a girlfriend or boyfriend, but you guys could say husband or wife, so <laughs> <laughs> my husband is... Uh, <laughs> All right. Good to go. Okay. Good. Uh, the other one's number one celebrity crush. <laughs> I think I know Jasmine's. Yes. Do you, though? Because he also has I know, a thing he does, for redheads. He does he interchange. Like, there's, a, there's a list, yeah. <laughs> the flow chart? <laughs> that's one of the things we can talk about, well, I guess, while they're writing their answers down, but whenever someone's like, who's your number one for you? It's easy. We all know. Yeah. It's T-Swiss. Well. But I don't know. Like, somebody asked me, like, who's your favorite, you know, celebrity? I was like, I can never name one. Like, yeah. I it's see like your one. favorite movie. Yeah. Well, my favorite movie is Iron Down every time. Or Which? Or two is a nice transition to the next one. What's your favorite movie? Mm. You're prime ready for any after school. If you can just, uh... Transition. Do transitions of where it's at. You'll have your chalk talk down. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And mine is like, well, so... Obviously, Taylor Swift is probably who I would like to marry or something, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, for just physical appearances, it would probably be Kate Upton. Kate Upton? Yeah. Mm, she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Everybody likes her. I'm not a huge yeah. fan. I mean, Taylor she's Swift like she's good fair. looking, but uh, she's just not I don't. Mine. I don't think Taylor Swift is prettier, but I like the whole package. Is what yes, I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kate Upton. Man, I liked that video she Although did. Although she with is pretty goofy, I like Oklahoma that. City Thunder. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Neither of them are really my type. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. Uh, ready? Ready. Yes. Number seven. Uh, number seven. Ideal date. So would it be like go to a movie, dinner or movie or whatever, you know? Netflix and chill. Yeah, maybe <laughs> golf, just stay at home, whatever. <clears throat> go to the beach. Um, yeah, other other top ones are like 
Kate Beckinsale, which good, yeah. Yeah. Jessica Biel. Like a, a lot of them, like it's it's kind of odd how when these things happen, like you say that, and you're just like. And I may be like, ah, mm, no, yeah. no. Like, like Audi, if you saw them walking on the street, he'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like everybody was really attracted to Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. man. After Black Swan. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of even temporary. It's almost not necessarily a temporary thing, but it's like, yeah, just because she had that movie. Exactly. Right. You know, you see her in that light. But just, just right then and there. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. For right. me, it started... <laughs> With her, for me, it started with <laughs> the whiskey commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and isn't she, like, a partner? I think I saw something about that. Yeah, I think that she's, like, actually has a stake so. in it. Mm. I'm of. waiting to see her the, her specific barrel come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, like, is, she, is it ever going to come out? I don't know. Maybe she's going to do a commercial. By the way, isn't it, like, a dream come true that her and Ashton Kutcher are, like, together? From, like, that 70s mm-hmm. show? <laughs> I never watched it that much, I gotta yeah, say. It's pretty so good. I oh, watch I watched it a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. Mm-hmm. All right, um, number eight. If you mess up, how do you make up for it? You're gonna give away all the secrets. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of Mila Kunis until the last, I don't know, let's say I mean, she's pretty two, three years. She got, like, hottest of the year or whatever one year, and I was like, I don't see it, but I don't know. No. I like her now, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say I would call myself a big fan, but I'm like, yeah, she's yeah. pretty good looking. She'd like to know that I think Amanda is the quicker answer here, but... <laughs> uh, number nine. More sure of herself. This, this is kind of tough, but oddest location you've shared a kiss... Hottest location? Oddest. Oddest location. Mm. Which could be hottest. <laughs> mm. Oddest location. So we've been to some strange places. <laughs> Better leave those off. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, man, this hasn't been in a while. We've done so much traveling, it's really yeah. hard. Hmm. Oddest location. I also feel like I try to sneak one from you every half hour, so I don't have <laughs> memory for every. Oh, this is really hard. And this um, is one answer. Yes. Okay. Oddest. Like what you think I'll say is the oddest, and oh, what you would say is the Yeah, it should be the same for both, probably. Oh yeah, I'm just giving one answer. Okay. I had this discussion with somebody. The, <laughs> the last one. Yeah. yeah. That one. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm prepared to go all in for that one. On a I gotta say, way. I like how this podcast we didn't have to refer to any topics really. Yeah. Just let it flow. It's good. Worked very well. You guys are good, uh, good partners in crime here. <laughs> Eight out of ten. <laughs> podcast again. Um, number ten. Ready? Yeah, ready. Yes. Uh, what does the other person have too much of? <laughs> That's so easy. <clears throat> What question was that? Number 10. 10. That was 10. Done. I beat you. It'd be funny to answer it for <laughs> All right. Are we ready? We're ready. Here we yes. go. <laughs> we'll, start, we'll have Jasmine start all. Well, actually, ladies first, huh? All right. Amanda, favorite color? Uh, my favorite color is pink. I had her favorite color. Is pink. Oh, okay. my word. They're, they're starting off strong. <laughs> Uh, and I have that his favorite color is green. I had that my favorite color was green. Oh. <laughs> and that is correct. I do have to say, though, I kind of gave you guys the uh, 
advance notice of the new rules. <laughs> 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 so we, like, start talking about last <laughs> we didn't do any practice. No. <laughs> All right, favorite cereal, Amanda. Uh, my favorite cereal is a lesser-known cereal. Uh-oh. Crackling Oat Bran. Crackling Oat Bran? Crackling Oat Bran. Oh my god! <laughs> we literally what? talked about this last week. We talked about this last so. week, yeah. What is Crackling Oat Bran? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. A knockoff of no, no, Rice and Bran? No, it's a, real, it's a real brand cereal. It's these little O's that are made of bran and sweetened, and they're like oh, little O shaped. I think yeah. I've had that before. It's oh, literally. so good. I love it. Um, yeah, crackling oat bran. You don't eat like any uh, raisin curds, right? Curds, right? Get to see my I mean, cereal. I like all cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like other cereals too, but crackling oat bran is my favorite. Um, I have that Joe's favorite cereal is Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Oh yeah, I probably do that one. We might not be very fun to play this game with. But we'll see oh, if it gets boy. more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A little secret: we're not actually newlyweds. We've been married for eleven years. That's Let's pause for a second. It's not necessarily the podcast, but I was wondering about that. I was like, why did we play the news? I was like, I thought you guys have been married for a while. Well, I just <laughs> it made me yeah. confused. I was like, yeah, I just called that. I've seen this played with asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. How well, well do you fun. know each other yeah, after yeah, a decade? Kind of. That's the game we're playing. Okay. Uh, first date location. <laughs> so I put, and I'm not sure if this will be right, uh, that it was going to see the movie The Great Raid and eating Chicken Express. Although it technically was not a date, he tr- he did sort of trick me. Wow. Oh my said, God, oh. Jazzle! <laughs> he said he was inviting a group of people. Oh, and the savagery! <laughs> the savagery! <laughs> And I showed up, and it was only him. Not only was it only him at this group of people activity, but we were the only two people in the entire theater. He bought the seats. I bought it out. Actually, it was just a 10 a.m. movie on a Saturday for a movie that didn't make a lot of money. But it was just the two of us. That is is genius. Is this a valid tactic? It worked. It worked. Yeah. We fell in love that day. Yeah. So. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is the second time we had met. Uh-huh. We, well, we met online first, but this is the second time we met IRL, as the young people say, and uh, that was Wait, IRL um, in real life. In real life. Okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, okay. How did you guys meet online? I read his blog. We were kind of nerds. Oh my god, that's yeah. awesome. We ran in similar but blog that's like circles. Different. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh my god. This is pretty legit. That's different than like, okay, like when you say meet online, like, okay, nowadays, like, okay, Tinder. Tinder or yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like I, I read yeah. his blog something. and yeah. I spent several hours like crafting the perfect intro comment for his blog. <laughs> yeah. And it hooked him in and then we started talking. The hook. So, so did, like, did you have a lot of uh, readers? For that year, I did. He was very popular in oh. this blog circle. Oh, yeah, gosh. that was. <laughs> there yeah. was also an anti-blog of him, bless his heart. Oh, I, yeah, that's we discovered that years later. There was a blog. <laughs> we there's, didn't there's even a know blog it, out there making fun of me. I'll, I'll shoot you a link to it. Throwing shade at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, throwing shade at his blog. Oh yeah. wow! So it's, wow. It's, it's, do my, that. Yeah. My propensity for wearing red power ties. And, <laughs> 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 it was amazing. Yeah, yeah so I was part good. of a a group of people. A white gang, if you will, of uh, people that wore black suits with black shirts and red power ties. 
and red power talk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I have a college students' new... political participation. Uh, yeah. We were <laughs> we were both the respective chairman of our college Republicans chapters. Yes, we were. Which yeah. Obviously, I've since diverged, but uh, it, it's an interesting world, the college Republicans. Yeah. If you don't know it very well, it is. Oh, uh, I am. Yeah. There weren't many of those in uh, Massachusetts where I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 there was. I remember there was a group, but. They were like, uh, they were. There's not something in Massachusetts right. you yeah. go around telling people. But they're right. only, yeah. But they're worse when they're in small numbers. Just like yeah. the then Democrats they get more were. Rabid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like because uh, Rutgers had d- Democrats and mm-hmm. Republican groups, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think like it's almost like a fraternity and a sorority kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's like tension between them. Yep. You yeah. know, but there's like sexual attention to I guess. Yes. 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 Perfectly. Yes. Democrats and the Republicans like if one dated the other one yep. could be like a Shakespearean kind of Romeo and Juliet yeah. I'm gonna fuck the socialist <laughs> <laughs> like what yes that's awesome so when yeah. you, when he tricked you into your date yeah. oh yeah yeah what like what were your thoughts when this happened were you like well, this is odd. This is super weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so I had to really kind of, yeah, I had to make a choice. Like, am I going to go into this empty theater with this dude? But he was wearing <laughs> the perfect T-shirt. Oh, Damn! <laughs> but so was she. Uh, we both were. Oh, gosh, we were such nerds. Uh, he was wearing his, um, File, his for File for Theta, which is the History Honor Society <laughs> T-shirt, and it says... Herodotus is my homeboy. Herodotus, <laughs> the father of history. Um, and so, being you know a young nerd myself, I was just completely smitten. And I thought, well, this is you know, and she worth, was wearing oh, her, it's worth giving a her shot. Her Ronald Reagan T-shirt. Yes, <laughs> it was a, a spoof T-shirt of the uh, Che Guevara mm-hmm. T-shirts with Ronald Reagan on it. Uh, yeah. We were into what we were into, you know. <laughs> if uh, Jasmine proposed right then and there, what would be the answer? That's that's a very interesting question, actually, just because of this. Amanda was in her first year of law school, Mm -hmm. and this was uh, after coming out of a very unique undergraduate environment where Mm -hmm. she was considered to be an old maid by virtue of the fact that she had (laughs) graduated with her bachelor's without getting engaged Mm -hmm. or married. Ah. And Uh, and also, the uniqueness (laughs) of the university um, was such that. Guys, there weren't really interested in me. I went on three dates in four years of college. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying, like, I, you know, deserve a lot more attention than that or anything, but come on. Like, everybody gets at least one date a year, right? Maybe? I think so, yeah. Even dating in college, like, going on an actual date Mm -hmm. is, I don't know. Did you go, like, in my school, I didn't. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. What are you going to go to? Casual, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even have casual ones. Really? I mean, that was... Yeah. They were all very serious days. I was, I was too outspoken and, I don't know, mm. untamable. I guess they thought, so... Well, but how many guys were in your... It was... Well, there What were, was your major? Political science. Mm. So yeah, it was so like... It was probably half and half or so. Yeah, it was, it was more dudes mixed. because that... It was more men because at my university, women <clears> majored in uh, education and nursing. That's mm. it. They're probably intimidated so. by you. Oh, I, I don't know. They didn't want me. Yeah. But, but Joe did. occasionally get cold calls from dudes that saw her in the, the freshman directory or the tictionary. Uh, the wait, they, the what? What did you they, they would get The tictionary. The tictionary. tictionary. Yeah. yeah. She got cold calls like, hey, I heard you're a good kisser, which I think... <laughs> what that was, the hell? This was, this was Boys at my school were a problem. Well, I think you probably... 
dodged a bullet with all these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty happy I waited for a state boy. That's what we called them. <laughs> Boys that went to state schools, you oh. know. Not a part of this, like, private Christian, religiously affiliated university So, community. hey, did you guys have pictures of each other before? Like, did you know what each other looked like before you went on that date? Our pictures were on our blogs, and so I knew what he looked like. Um, she was in a group photo. Yeah, mine which, was a group photo. If I were involved in the online dating world today, it would be a huge red flag. But <laughs> and that's why you're on the group. <laughs> yeah, you like she likes to work in groups. So. Yes. It was 2005. Yeah. you know those rules didn't apply. So did yes. your caption say which one you were? No, no, no. <laughs> he didn't know. And I, I figured the odds. We were, were all for lovely women. Yes, I, I thought the odds were 75 percent that she would be somebody that I would be interested in. So it was worth at least meeting her. <laughs> <laughs> and we met at, at a bar. This is before I knew that the college that she went to was religiously affiliated. She had never had a drink of alcohol in her life because it would have gotten her life. expelled. Ah, really? And, yeah. Wow. I didn't drink until I was with him. Just uh, 22. <laughs> yeah. So just in case I invited a couple of other dudes that I knew on the theory that, well, if she's not the one that I think she is, then maybe I can pawn her off on one of them. And I said, hey, would you like a drink? And she says... Sit in the mall for the time. (laughs) And she says, oh, I'll have a Dr. Pepper. That was my first time in a bar. So did you know... You didn't know the group he was supposedly bringing, huh? No, no. Ah. I was new to the city. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was that was it. I was gonna was brave like, you, I yeah. introduce her to people in this new city, and then mm-hmm. you know after I'd only lived there for like four days, so it was. But that is good. You guys probably had lots to talk about with the whole blog thing. Yes, it was helpful. Yeah. So yeah, after the after the bar meetup, then I orchestrate this group gathering. And of yeah, course, I was gonna ev- say everybody bails on me. This was not yeah. this was not a tactic. This oh, was like, I, was a I was waiting for yeah. I was waiting yeah. for this because no. I couldn't wait to understand. But that would be I mean, I endorse that as a tactic, but it's not it what did actually work. happened. Yeah. Sometimes good things happen by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, movie right. gets out at, at noon and I never remember to watch another war movie after that because, you know, she knew she had me, but then we go to Chicken Express and we're talking. About Chicken Express, yeah, or Chicken views Express. on, on historical oh, and political issues, and at the time I was a, you know, starve the beast, small government conservative type, and so I said naturally, hey, what's the most, what's, what's the first wasteful federal agency that you would get rid of? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, stop talking dirty to me. <laughs> and I said. For me, it's the Postal Service, because if UPS and FedEx can move packages, they can move letters, right? Uh, so why have a Postal Service? And she says... Uh, well, I responded that the Postal Service is an enumerated power in Article One, Section 8 of the Constitution. So if you're a true, you know, originalist, small oh, government boy. person, yeah. you don't need yeah. to worry about the Postal so, Service. It's enumerated. I just, I, I just melted right there. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my, I, uh, oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I called one of my friends right afterwards. You guys met the future Mrs. Biles. Yeah. So and uh, you know, eleven years later, here we are with my my Hillary Clinton sticker on the card. Still trying to burn down the post office. Life is funny. Yeah, but it was just a couple of weeks when I was telling my friends that we were going to get married. So I mean, we you know, I might have said yes. Yeah, I bought I bought the ring two months later. It was nobody nobody is quite like this mess over here. Like. Well, you this know, makes, you know. This makes me so I know. jealous. What the fuck? 
Oh man. Who knows? Maybe we'll have another soon. You yeah. might hear the next month, and yeah. then uh, right. a year for now. <laughs> next month, we'll be here uh, playing the Hollywood game. Yeah. <laughs> next, if me and next month we'll have some issues, we'll say that. Getting yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Timeline doesn't work. Out yeah. Anymore. Although she could be very interesting and exotic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or a spy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we did number three, huh? Yes. You guys both yeah. agree on that one? Yes, yes, yes got we that? did, yeah. All right. And this is where they start to get... Here we go, get reason. ready. Yeah. <laughs> My partner is an Etraborn what? <clears throat> I said that he would say that I am a natural-born creative. I said she is a natural-born organizer. It's not too bad. So it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty different, kind of, but... Yeah, but she is. She is a, I am. She's an artist at heart. And an organizer. <laughs> yes. So both of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that he is a natural-born thinker. I Uh-oh. put that you thought that I was a natural-born freaker-outer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were, were going to put that about me. Oh, That's no. Funny. That she's a natural-born warrior is what I expected. Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, Aww. you well you worry about <laughs> you worry about normal things on an even keel kind of constant basis, whereas I worry about small things in an explosive way about once every two weeks. So peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. Interesting. With the worrying thing, because I actually did have a question about it. Uh, I can assume if I can remember it. Uh, is it? Is it better? Do you feel better having to worry about things all the time? Or I don't know if you guys are like warriors like to that degree, but would you feel more comfortable worrying about things all the time, or just going through life fat, dumb, and happy? Good not question. Worrying. That is a good question. I think <clears throat> because I think I am a little bit of a warrior. I think worrying makes me feel better because it helps me to write a list and stay in yeah, control. Yeah, you always have yeah. something on your mind, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. I think that I think that is better, and also because like when I have stuff that I'm worried about, and then like I'm done with all of them, I'm like, what's next? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, I'm like worried about what the like, next crash is. You something's know? Like, got, something's happening. Yeah, I don't know. but it's nice to be happy for. <laughs> that yeah. sounds depressing, but yeah. it's nice to be like, oh, I'm good with everything right now. But yeah. I do think that worrying helps us to get stuff done. So yeah, it gives you that healthy stress, right? Right. A, a, a little bit of ambition, a little bit of, you know, yeah. I mean... As long as your worries are founded in reality right. and you you don't misperceive or, I don't know, uh, believe in things that aren't valid like vaccines causing autism or uh, satanic child sexual assault rituals. And, Shots fired. 6,000-year-old uh, <laughs> Earth. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Is, uh, is that a reference to another previous guest? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there are people that worry about stuff that just isn't a threat or doesn't or exist. Or that they can't control. Yeah. I try to only worry about things that I can fix. Yeah. yeah, I saw a few good things. I think we're going into a good discussion here, but um, control what you can. Right? Yes. Because right. what consumes your mind consumes your life. Yeah. yeah. So be careful. Guard yeah. yourself with that, right? Mm-hmm. And I also saw a thing that were like they... Uh, this is getting into suicide prevention here. Mm-hmm. You're getting it all on lap, but like, <laughs> you know. But um, they, like, tracked people for two years about what they were worrying about, mm-hmm. and they found out, like, I think it was only 8% was actually, like, valid stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. some most of it was, like, stuff they either couldn't control, stuff in the past, mm-hmm. health issues they thought they had, but they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they just freaked themselves out. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when you worry about stuff. Yeah. I try to just worry about my checklist, and then, you know. Checklist discipline. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can feel better when I mark it off. I can, yeah. like, worry it accomplished. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah. good. 
It works making. for me. <laughs> the okay. Ultimate therapy. <laughs> number one celebrity crush. Uh, I put that he would say my number one celebrity crush is Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer. Who is that? That is the star of USA's White Collar. <laughs> Just understand uh, that I have uh, <laughs> terrible taste in entertainment, but oh, I, lo I love Matt Bomer. <clears throat> yeah, he is excellent. He's Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> he is delicious. Yeah. And uh, uh, Lady Gaga thought so on season five of American Horror Story. Oh. oh. Mm. Uh, Spoiler. I yeah. put that his celebrity crush is Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Uh, Jessica Chastain. I was going to say Anna Kendrick for you, but Anna I Kendrick forgot. Is a solid She's number two. close second <clears throat> yeah. for him. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain Who's wins that? every time. Oh. I ain't seen that. Yeah, no. she's in... Lawless, Zero Dark Thirty, yeah. Tree of Life. Um, She's kind of like a light redhead. <laughs> the, yeah. so, really fair skin. On zero, actually, her character. So the person she played. Um, so I remember when I was going through uh, what was it? It was uh, IFS at the time, and there was a girl. She was an MC One Thirty Nav at the time. She's going through pot. She was going to go to pot training, and she was one of the people who. Carried uh, Bin Laden's body. Mm -hmm. Holy crap! And she, like, she remembers she was telling us about it. She was like, "Yeah, I just like went back then, like saw this girl just like weeping, mm -hmm. like just sitting there, like, uh, what's wrong with her?" And like, I don't know. And then just, <laughs> like, well, we got to get out of like, here. Like, ask her if she's okay. Ten year obsession. Yeah. Uh, resolved. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. Was that part of Zero Dark Thirty? Her crying. Yeah, the show at the end. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Just well. Uh, Jessica Chastain plays a CIA officer who, from what oh, I understand, right. it's sort of a composite character of different people yeah, that yeah. were in the <clears throat> CIA's Alex station, they called it, which was the Gid Bin Laden unit that actually preceded 9-11. And over time, her character, along with uh, the one played by Jason Clark, they kind of developed the evidence that leads them to the courier that then leads them to Bin Laden's compound right. in a body spot, <laughs> and then they show her at the end at... Um, I don't know, Bagram or wherever they fly the body back to, and she's the one that has to identify it and then zip the body bag back up, and they show her getting on a plane, and the, the loadmaster says, we can take you wherever you want to go, which has got to be the least that TACC has ever micromanaged an airline crew. <laughs> don't believe that for a minute. But then, you know, as the cargo ramp lifts up, you see her crying like, 10 years of stress and 10 years of, of obsession uh, for this, this white whale kind of <clears throat> melting away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like relieving all the yeah. emotions. But then what do you yeah. do after that? I mean... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> she has like a vacuum almost like she... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. She was on the hunt for so long yeah. where she... Where she put I mean, you got like 10, 15 years left in your CIA <laughs> career. What do you do next after you get Bin Laden? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's yeah. always another Bin Laden, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Anyway... Uh, okay, we got Crush. Favorite movie? I think he'll say my favorite movie is Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that his favorite movie, I, this is hard, but I put Casablanca. Casablanca. Oh, good. Oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> I was really stressed about that. I, was, I, I wrote the first half of Schindler's List, and then I crossed it out and wrote uh, Casablanca. So. I've got he a, likes great cinema. Yeah, I've got a list of five to ten, and they kind of move around what order yeah. they're in, but yeah. uh, the same movies are in that, that top ten yeah. uh, pretty consistently. But Casablanca has been my yeah. number one since about 2003, and I showed it to her when we first started dating. 
He has spearheaded my uh, cinematic education. He did that just while we were deployed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't I didn't sit down and watch a lot of the movies you guys had. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think I get a chance. See, like, I'd go through their passing and like mm-hmm. watch a few minutes. Uh, it's always good. Like you can never not watch The Godfather. Like you guys, right? Like, <laughs> like I walk, I can just walk by. I'm like, if I don't get up now, I will watch the next two movies <laughs> of this yeah. and yeah. waste my day away. But mm. you guys are doing good. Ideal date. Uh, I put that. He would say my ideal date is a fancy party. Hmm. Jasmine, I put dinner and an outing to the symphony. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Uh, Either one of those. Yeah, pretty great. And I put that his ideal date would be a sort of indie human story movie and a nice dinner. I put dinner and a movie, which. All that stuff was kind of implied. I'm big on on character movies, not mm-hmm. CGI driven yeah. effects dependent. <laughs> Michael movies. Bay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now, that would be yeah. fun, but that wouldn't be an ideal date for him. <laughs> now, I like a good classic Michael Bay, Jerry Bruckheimer type movie from the '90s mm. without CGI, like with practical effects, and it's about characters and humor. I.e., yeah. The Rock or Con yeah. Air. Love those movies, but the modern stuff that's all CGI can't mm-hmm. stand it. Yeah. Um, if you mess up, how do you make up for it? I put that if he messes up, he makes up for it with presents. <laughs> I put that if I mess up, I make up for it by groveling. Both true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I put that if I mess up, I make up for it with an apology and acts of service. And I put that when you mess up, you make up for it by waiting until I take the blame for it and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Along those lines. So that it could never be me. That's what you guys do, but is that what you want them the other person to do? That's what it kind of was supposed to be, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Wait, hold on, what? So explain Like if like for Jasm, Mm -hmm. if Amanda messes up, how would you want her to Mm. make up for it? Ah, See, I didn't pull that from that question. I guess I messed that one up. I was more with them, but it would probably involve something like Honey, why don't you pick the movie tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and has. Yeah, I've done that before Absolutely. when I've been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he messed up, yeah, well, I mean, he he's really good at bringing it back around it. when yeah. he messes up and apologizing and making it better. So um, just what he does already, being sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little present, but it's not necessary. Oddest <laughs> <laughs> um, location you've shared a kiss? I had no idea on this, <clears throat> so I put uh, on our submarine ride in Guam. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Uh, didn't go with that one. I put the White House, which we... Oh, uh, we did kiss oh, in the White House. Oh, wow. Yeah. We mm-hmm. went on a tour the night that I proposed to you in front of the Constitution and the National Archives. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did the West Wing. Got a buddy that was working in the Eisenhower Executive Office building at the time for the Treasury Department or something of that nature, and he hooked us up with a tour after everybody got home for the day. We got to kind of like nod in over the rope partition thing into the into the Oval Office and nice. see it. and Peek into the little situation yeah. room. Yeah. Well, no, not the situation. When was this? This was um, <laughs> September of 06, right 06, after yeah. Labor Day. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that same dude actually wound up coming up to Minot last December, two Decembers ago, right before I went to WIC, and I guess he's working for uh, 
some company now that does something with energy. I don't remember, but we gave them a sand sales. Gave a tour of the B fifty two, so oh, I got nice. to mm -hmm. return the favor a little bit. Not quite nice. as interesting, but pretty cool. <laughs> Not quite the West Wing, but still cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, what does the other person have too much of? <laughs> I put that he would say I have too much shoes and or dresses. Shoes. I put shoes first, and then I thought he might add dresses, so I. Oh no! It. You can never add enough dresses. That's true. Um, and then I put that he has too many books. 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 <laughs> Damn! You can't have enough books. Like, yeah. and there's a certain point too where you need more shelves. But. Yeah. Like when you have, I don't know, it's kind of a good display piece too, because like mm -hmm. even though you don't read the books, just display them. Right. But it's kind of a look back. I'm like, yeah. I read that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. And I like Audible, but you don't get it with that same. No, right. I, I I cannot do the yeah. Audible books. No, yeah. I miss too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I have a to print book is a, a conversation starter. It's a display mm -hmm. piece. It reminds you where you were when you bought it, what you're doing in your life. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Well, you guys did well. <laughs> I don't know if you were keeping score, but I think you got all of them correct except for the tough ones, like the Natural Born mm -hmm. and the Kiss, and then yeah, Honest yeah, Kiss, yeah, Honest yeah. Location. Mm. That's pretty and good. And the mess up. And the mess up one, yeah. That was pretty good, but. That's, a, that's one like you can't, you're probably losing battle that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, we've had a lot of time to yeah. get to know each other. <laughs> Keys to success. Mm. Don't sweat the small stuff, huh? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I'd say persistence would be a key to our success. We've been together for 11 years, and you have the honeymoon phase, and then. We had a phase for a couple of years when we lived in Oklahoma City where we, you know, argued more and or fought more than we ever have since. But we got past that and all along the way. You're building history with each other and building uh, memories and continuity and the things that tie you together. And you're becoming, I think when you have history with somebody, that has its own weight. And you have a yeah. respect for them that you right. don't have with somebody brand new mm. uh, because they've seen you through hard times and stuff like that and after a while that outweighs everything else and I think you mm -hmm. uh, you also change each other uh, and things that maybe used to would have gotten on my nerves don't anymore and vice versa I think we've grown more compatible over time mm -hmm. she definitely uh, is not we don't share exactly the same taste in movies uh, but she's a lot closer to my taste in movies. She enjoys That's going true. to movies a lot more. She used to hate going on road trips. Now she loves road trips. She used to hate getting surprises. Now she loves surprises. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much the only things we disagree on now are uh, she still doesn't like Dave Matthews' band, and I can't figure right. it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to win that one. Oh, also, for us, I think we are extreme over-communicators, which might make us a little bit atypical. Um, and a lot of women I know complain that they never know what their husband is thinking or they can't get him to talk. Mm -hmm. um, we talk through everything, maybe too much sometimes. Uh, and I think that that's ultimately helpful because I never have to wonder. Mm. <coughs> so it's good. Yeah, you got to keep that avenue of communication. Right. Mm -hmm. It's good. Because mm. it's a give and take, you know, so you mm -hmm. can grow together. Mm. It's good. It works for us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Dude, that was okay. That was good. That was very good. Any final thoughts? Not for me. Reattach. Fuck the Thanks post for office. Us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, At the same time, don't. Well, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> younger Jasm was 
misguided and has come to appreciate the importance of a strong and competent civil ser civil service yes, in and national institutions in knitting together this large and diverse country. So things like the Postal Service, the <clears throat> FBI, the National Parks, uh, so many yeah. things at the federal level that I would have discounted when I was that age. I now see how important they are in promoting a healthy civic nationalism, not like sectarianism yeah, or, yeah. or ethno-nationalism. Uh, I think that <clears throat> there is, and I really, I blame the Air Force for <laughs> bringing me around to that point of view because one, well, one, the Air Force has allowed me to see the beauty of the diversity of this country. I grew up in Texas my whole so, life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My first few bases were all in the South Central United States, but then getting out to places like Minot and meeting people from all over has given me a greater appreciation uh, for, I mean, there's this kind of idea in the South that, you know, real Americans are from the South or yeah. real Americans are from rural areas. Yeah. And then you come to realize, well, actually, there's a lot of real Americans that live in large cities and live on the coast. And they have a lot of... Like most of them. <laughs> yeah, most of them. And they have a lot of interesting viewpoints, relevant experiences, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, talents and gifts and beauty they bring to the world. So the diversity piece and then the appreciation for how important it is to have an effectively funded nat uh, national agencies, federal institutions, uh, in order to be able to carry out the job effectively. The Air Force, obviously, we've seen over time budgetary problems, resource problems, manpower problems, mm -hmm. makes life more difficult when we can't do our job. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, got me to think, maybe I, you know, I should have given more credit to teachers over the years that have complained about chronic underfunding or yeah. you know other types of government employees and you know they're Americans too and they're working for everybody not everything is about business yeah so, true uh, yeah. so I think what he's saying I is would. I was right from the start yes <laughs> <laughs> just kidding babe <laughs> yeah I think we gotta wrap up but doesn't the post office and other places always go into the red usually annually and they've kind of tried to yeah. stop well, they, the they keep jacking up the stamp prices, and I think... Well, and they're and in a different situation yeah. now that they're a government corporation, basically. Yeah. They're supposed to function as if they could earn a profit, but yeah. they can't, especially right. with their pension system. So mm. I just taught yeah. about this a couple weeks ago in my wow. government class. Oh, wow. So it's been on my brain. But um, So wait, how does the mail get everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a story for another that's day. That's part two, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Are we good? I, I think we're uh, we're good. There's always more to discuss, yeah. but yeah, there is. You know, Take care of yourselves. Skype sometime and each other. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.